Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for people stuck in the uncanny valley. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what I'm did we... CG Tyler. CG Tyler, no! The mouth, your mouth, it moves so wrong. <laughs> is, is it weird? It's too, no, it's too wide, it's too, it's too long. You look so much better when you're not talking. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, what did we... CG, Tyler, what did we watch? We watched... Hold... Do you need help? Hold on. Hold on. I'll be your stage mom. (laughs) Hold on. Rogue One, colon, a Star Wars story. Uh, yeah. No one has literally... Literally no one has ever called him Rogue, we're here. We thought we were done with Star Wars after watching the three worst ones. No, we watched the good ones too. We're here. Yeah, it's still happening. You can't stop us. Tyler wants to stop us. He can't handle the Star Wars. He doesn't. We watched four movies. So you, if it were up to you, we would have only watched Episode Two. All right, that's yeah. what you wanted for this. Podcast. Well, I did want us you to watch Episode Two, and then you were like. Yeah, no, that's enough. I wanted us to watch the Clone Wars animated movies. The good ones. Yeah. By that Russian guy. Yeah. But you said no. Because you're a coward. I am a coward. All right. Quick side note about those. General Grievous comically pops up out of nowhere when they're like, he's terrifying. Pan away, pan back. He's there. Mm. And I went while watching it with my wife. Hello. And it made her <laughs> laugh so hard she almost peed. <laughs> oh, man. Do you ever watch Mystery Science Theater 3000? Yes. Love it. Yeah. I feel Love like it. we should do that. Some of, like, the biggest belly laughs of my life have been watching Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah. So good. I mean, sometimes it's not great. But sometimes sometimes it's it's amazing. Sometimes it's just because it's the it's the kind of thing that gets you laughing, and then you're like, "Oh no, I can't stop." They keep going. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. And then by like an hour into the like the seventy minute movie, you're like, "I don't know if I can finish it." (laughs) I'm laughed out. My my core hurts. I just did a whole core workout for fifty minutes. All right. So good though. Rogue One colon Star Wars story Tyler. What even is this about? What is a rogue one? Okay, I'll tell you what it's actually. It is the backstory of two things. One, the guy that built and desi- designed and built the Death Star. Mm. A little bit on him. There's a book that actually gives his full backstory. Oh. And then a uh, the story of how they got the Death Star plans. The re- they being the rebels. The rebels. The rebels. So it ends and it goes right into four. Fun, fun fact. Uh, this movie was originally called Rogue Juan, and it was about a Mexican man uh, who's a pickpocket in the streets of Guadalajara. Yeah. Um, but then they were like, you know what? It might be more successful if it was a Star Wars movie. So what you're saying so is... So they weird. brought Diego Luna in, because they always had him in mind of the role for Juan. Um, yeah. We all know him from Narcos. And anyway, they're like, we'll get you a role. You know, you'll still be an important part of this movie, and you can still be Mexican. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Uh, that's the story they so, told origin story of this movie the rogue Juan. that was gary Whitta's original vision for the story mm-hmm. yeah i watch a lot of content with gary Whitta, mm-hmm. so it's interesting that he never talks about this at all is he <laughs> is he the dude that wears like the hat the cowboy hat and he, he's behind all the star wars stories no like the tv shows and the, there's like this a nerdy is the only dude. star wars one that he there's like a super nerdy dude um who's like john favreau's little nerdy side keeper of the holocron as they <laughs> yeah, call it basically. i think it's his what it says yeah, on his business something cards? like that uh something like that one yeah. of those dudes but he like pops up in the chef show you ever watch that on netflix great show no. you like cooking um anyway he pops up in there when they do an episode at skywalker ranch he's like i don't know i'm here <laughs> like he was literally just like walking by and they're like oh, do you want to help cook he's like i'm terrible at cooking they're like great chop these onions and talk yeah. to us about star wars so anyway yeah, that dude fascinates me, though, because oh. he is a Star Wars nerd that does that for a living now. Mm-hmm. His job is to be to have an encyclopedic knowledge of Star Wars. Yeah. So everything goes over his desk like he has to sign off on everything Star Wars. What a nerd. But that's wild. It's a great job. It's a great job. It's a really good job. Like I would crime for that job. 
<laughs> All right. Yeah. Especially because he probably makes ten times back both in of us Guadalajara. Go. Yes. Would you become Rogue One? Yes. He makes ten times what we make combined. Okay. Yeah. And you know it. Man. Okay. Tyler, um, this is. Uh, I will just say this at the top, right at the top, the tippy top, right at the tip, just the tip. Yeah. <laughs> this is a beloved Star Wars movie. I would say many people put this in their top like two or three. Or at yeah. least they say, oh, of the new Star Wars movies that have come out since the uh, the prequels. new trilogy, the prequels, <laughs> a lot of people say this is their favorite. Are you talking so about this, the sequels or the prequels? Modern day Star Wars. Star There's, Wars since 2000. Let me take you through the timeline. Let's walk you through it. There's the, the original trilogy. 15. Then there were the prequels. Ugh. Then there were the sequels. Yeah. And these are the stories. Yeah. People are saying out of the sequels and stories, a lot of people say this is their favorite. Yeah. All right. Give me your hot take. Where's How'd you do on it? I like this How'd movie. How'd it do for you? I do like it. I am amazed that they were able to take a story where you know the ending to a certain degree mm -hmm. and still make you care. Yeah. I also, because I did read the book, I don't remember most of it. Because it is very much like, you. I don't know. Did you ever read any of those, you know, like young adult fiction Star Wars books or anything? No, not really. They're all, they're very, they're all at a certain level. They're very good at making sure they're all above a bar that is fairly high as far as like this kind of fiction book, you know? Yeah. But they're not going to blow you. It's not Dune, you know? They're not going to be remembered in a hundred years. Right. Um, But it does make you, I would have advise anybody who likes this movie to go read that book it makes you care a lot more about galen or so oh that's cool i i also i did enjoy this one and i i mean i do think it's very good i don't know if i hold it quite as high as some of those people but i i did enjoy it and it does some really cool things like like kind of like you said you know the ending but the way they end it just like ah they never get to end movies like this you know like plus i'll say it like this movie looks incredible like yeah because when I, you know, we've talked it to death. We both got new TVs. I don't know if you did this. I looked up what's the best movies to show off the TV, mm. especially since, you know, like I got the, the OLED. So I wanted ones with a good black and yeah, uh, white contrast and all that. And like the top uh, or near the top of everyone's list was always any new Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. And yeah. this one, I was like, because the first thing we did was we watched Solo on it. Yeah. Which I was like, I mean, this is pretty good. It's a dark movie and I can see what I couldn't see before in the yeah. dark. Yeah. This movie, I was like, oh my gosh, this movie looks incredible. There's some great visuals. The costumes were very good, very Star Wars-y. There were a lot of really good, um, a lot of the props. I yeah. love, like one of my favorite things about sci-fi movies is just the props. I love when they make a little doohickey or a machine or, you know, a gun. I'm just like, it's like ours, but cooler. You know, I just love yeah. that. That's one of my favorite things like indie sci-fi movies too. I'm just like, I don't even care about the story. Sometimes the story is great. Sometimes it's just okay. But the props are like, you guys spent hours on these and they're so cool. So anyway, yeah, it did look very good. You're right about that. Yeah. Does it make you glad you got your fancy TV? I didn't even watch this on my TV. I was house sitting for a friend and so I, his TV is really good too. Is he the one with that, like the frame TV? Is he no, the no, the different frame. But it did look good. Was it, it 4K fancy? It's a 4K TV. Is that OLED? No. This might still nicer. Yeah, Tyler, you have the nicest TV of all my friends. Okay? Yes, you, I do. Are you happy about that? Here's the thing. I'm mad at myself for not getting the CL. Could I afford the CL? No. <laughs> it's like $8,000. Yeah. It is crazy. I shouldn't range. have spent the 2000 I did. Yeah, yeah. I had to lie to Tiffany. <laughs> I had to tell her it was on sale the same way I did with my expandable storage for the Xbox. Yeah. It was on sale. It was $20 <laughs> of a $200 expandable storage oh, card. Man. Oh, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I don't know if I, I don't know. I guess I need to kind of talk through it. I do enjoy this movie. You do. And in some ways I almost enjoy it more. I saw it in Hollywood the first time with my sister in like the TCL theater. Oh, uh, it was good. And then we were kind of bummed because we thought it was going to be at like the Chinese theater, like the one where they do the, and I was like, oh no, this, there's like six big, nice movie theaters 
that also are here on the same property as the Chinese theaters. So we're like, oh, yeah, that's lame. Anyway. They're all part of the same like complex, though, aren't they? Or are they separate theaters? Entirely? Yeah, no, same. There are a couple on that strip, like the El Capitan, which is like Disney's one where they do a lot of their premieres, is like yeah. literally catty corner from the Chinese theater. Uh, anyway, so we didn't see it in the Chinese. We were like, oh, we drove all the way to Hollywood. You know, I mean, she lives in L.A., so it wasn't, you know, but it was like we went all to the, the super way touristy part this is like you know it's the Times square of la where just like there's a jack sparrow and an elmo and a man with a parrot who's like puts the parrot on your shoulders like snaps the pictures like five dollars please He's like please stop i do not want a bird on me please oh you have a fear that of birds dude. cody yeah and you got parrot on your shoulder i do i oh he tried <laughs> and you were juked i was him. like please no i i will look i'll go straight for the drunk jack sparrow to stay away from it's a sober dude with a parrot. Anyway. Oh, can so, I give you a quick update? By yeah. the way, speaking of LA, speaking of LA, California in general. Yeah. I I finally asked my father, who's from California, if I should take. You know. Is he from Beverly Hills, California? Or? Uh, no, he is from San Jose. Oh yes, where he lived in California. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know, Bay Area had, slutty cousin. <laughs> I had a job opportunity come up out there in sacramento and he said first he said don't move to california that's the worst and then i said but it's in sacramento trying to be like it's not like la or the bay area or anything you know Mm -hmm. it's sacramento his response what do you think his response was i don't know did he say oh sacramento no don't do that Close. He said, oh, even worse, <laughs> which is not what I was expecting from my dad, who Tyler, I thought likes California. You and I, as part of your puberty rite of passage, we just got to sit down and watch Lady Bird. Before you accept this job, before you do anything, if they offer it to you, you and I, we're going to sit down, we're going to hold hands, we're going to watch Lady Bird, and we're going to bond as women. Okay? <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody so, like loves Sacramento. And it is only like 10% of the states have capitals that make any sense, you know? Yeah. It's even like New York, it's Albany, right? Like, yeah. oh, Albany, all right. And uh California is Sacramento and uh what is Oregon's? Is there's uh is it Eugene? <laughs> we're just like you guys have way bigger cities. Like I understand these capitals were made like a hundred years ago, but yeah, come when on. they were the big city. That's the thing. Yeah. It's kind of like how what's ours is it jefferson <laughs> city jeff city jeff city they call it look here's the thing kansas, kansas city was a little spit on the map saint joe which everybody knows saint joe <laughs> that was the big city and the railroads came cody this is what happened railroads came and they said saint joe let's put railroads in saint joe said no thanks we're not hopping on this train oh i get it <laughs> we're we're not hopping on this fad we're going with the river in Kansas City, a town of like four people was like, hey, railroad, do I have a deal for you? Yeah. And now Kansas City is uh, is a big city. Yeah. And St. Louis is also over there. And I presume for the exact same reason. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I saw a picture recently where someone took a Kansas City skyline. It was for apartments.com. They have the Kansas City skyline in the back of an apartment. That's fine. <laughs> and they, for some reason, felt the need to Photoshop the St. Louis Arch onto the Kansas <laughs> skyline. Uh, so that's a fun little thing. You can see Jeff Goldblum standing in front of the Kansas City skyline with the St. Louis Arch. Well, that's confusing. It is very confusing. And it's very obviously in like a New York apartment. Yeah. I mean, all right. And it's so funny because Kansas City and St. Louis are like, they have like the laziest rivalry of all time because they're so... F- they're both on either end of the state and they're like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> We're too far to care that much. But St. Louis thinks they're better than Kansas City and Kansas City thinks they're better than St. Louis. It just, it just, which is just funny to me. It was like, oh, I've never seen like a lazier rivalry where it's like, I think Kansas City is like, we're too busy feuding with Kansas <laughs> to also fight St. Louis. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Kansas is the worst and we can all agree. And St. Louis is probably feuding with whatever state is on that end. I, I mean, they're not that far from Chicago. So are they? did they have an inferiority complex with Chicago? Is that what they pick on Kansas City? They're like, yeah, well, Chicago, fine, but we're better. We have 500, we have 50,000 more people than Kansas City. So we're not some bumpkin country town like Kansas City is. We're St. Here's Louis. the thing, though. St. Louis has less people, but it has a bigger metropolitan area. All right? That's what you need yeah. to know. 
Yeah. Also, I feel like a rivalry between St. Louis and Chicago would be much like the rivalry that Wichita thinks it has with Kansas City. Where you ask people Wichita, which is better? And they're like, oh, Kansas City, there's a huge rivalry. That's like saying we're better. That's like saying we'd rather get killed by BTK or the mob. And it's like, no, the mob every time. I don't want to get bound, tortured, and killed. I want to get whacked. Yeah. By the mob, because I did not pay a debt. Nobody ever talks about the boys from Wichita or the mm. boys from St. Louis. Who do they talk about, Cody? The boys from Kansas City? Yes. <laughs> okay. He's a mob town. They got mob. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they all own grocery stores. But that's we're talking about Star Wars. I'm so upset that we've derailed already. It's so bad. All right. Do you want to rant? Do you want me to rant? You rant. All right. I'll rant. You go. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know how this is my first note, but it is. Peter Cushing is the man who plays the guy that they CG'd in this movie. Okay. They Paul Walkered him to the max. They got a dude. They studied his acting. They did it. He had a face max mask from a movie called Top Secret from the 80s. So they were like, sweet. We'll scan that we'll have this dude study his mannerisms we'll have him act we'll make it it'll be great except <laughs> that it didn't look that great half the time but they did it so good for them i just look face mask me face mask me up and put me in some movies all right that's what i want that should be the new trend face mask me face mask me face mask me uh why do i have fun facts i don't understand all right <clears throat> the Avon four hanger they actually use the same shooting method as some of the original Star Wars movies where they're like, all right, let's get some X-Wings and Y-Wings. Let's put big cardboard cutouts to put them in the background. So isn't that fun? They used, I think that's why it looks so Star Warsy in this movie because they were like, let's use some of those techniques. Also, let's CG and Peter Cushing, which is like, whoa, whoa, we did it. Um, the little girl. All right, so this movie, it starts and there's a dude and his name is uh, the guy... He has a samurai hair, except he's a white man and it's space. <laughs> what is Oh, he's in Hannibal and he's in the Casino Royale and his name is cool. It's bad. Banshee. <laughs> what are you saying? Max. Max. Mads Mickelson, which is a great name. And he's got a little daughter and he's the man they're going to try to get to build the Death Star and he wants to say no, no. He's like, you got to go run away, follow the plan. The girl is bad at running. And I don't, look, I don't know how they did it. Because Felicity Jones has a very distinct mouth. She has big teeth. She's kind of a big mouth. They found a girl with the exact same teeth. And I was impressed. I was like, you, Disney, you did it. Okay, some people, they go for the casting. They're like, this, is, this kid's a good actor. They were like, no, forget that. I don't care. Find me the teeth. And whoever has the best and closest teeth is in this movie. All right? Felicity Jones is a big T. She has, a, you know, some people have thigh gaps. She has a mouth gap, okay? So I'm not talking about teeth. I'm not talking about teeth. Your lips come together. The average person's lips come together and they close. And there's a line. We're like, here's where the lips have come together, all right? Felicity Jones, it's sort of like <laughs> a, a four corner, sort of a trapezoid. But in the very middle, there's a little hole in the middle of her lips. And I don't know how, but it's there. So I had to get that off my chest and it distracts me from, I think she's probably a good actress, but I'm too busy being perplexed by her teeth and her mouth hole. Okay. So there we, we addressed it. This is my rant. You can't tell me to stop. Okay. Here's the other thing you're not talking about. You're a coward. You're, you, you're no one, no one will talk about it except for me. Everyone wants to talk about the blue milk in The Last Jedi. The blue milk was in this movie first. She has blue milk on the counter and it blew my mind. Oh, get it? It blew my mind. Blue milk. Blue milk is in this movie. All right. I don't. They did it. Okay. Full circle. Look, they make a big point of putting C-3PO and R2-D2 in every single Star Wars movie. And it's a huge mistake because we don't need to do that. We could have had all exclusive characters in this movie except for Peter Cushing and Darth Vader. And instead, they're like, R2-D2, whatever. Blue Milk needs to be in every Star Wars movie. P uh, what George Lucas is out here CGing things that don't need. He needs to CG Blue Milk into every Star Wars. That's what I want. I want milk that's blue. I want blue. I know Chateau makes blue milk, but it's got a candy flavor and I hate it. So I want blue milk, okay? I need it. Thank you for coming. Uh... 
to my talk. Underground house, why? That is the most, the best, okay? The, the hobbits do it in the past. The Star Wars does it in the past, but it's the future. It's really the future. They, why don't we all live in underground houses? It's so much better. My basement is always way cooler than my house. It feels so nice in my basement and my house is hot and I hate it and I want to live underground. I know you do too. I've seen you play Minecraft. I've seen, I've seen you go too deep into the mines. And that's what I want to go too deep. I want us all to go too deep. I want to be a dwarf. I hate the sun and I want to live in a hole. That's all I want for me. Maz Mickelson has a samurai haircut. Why is there no Mads Mickelson samurai movie? I feel betrayed. I feel like Hollywood has let me down. I feel like we need to reboot The Last Samurai, but it's Mads Mikkelsen. Let's CG Mads Mikkelsen over Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai. That's what we need to be doing. Why aren't there more samurai movies? Why not? There's. I'm offended. What's his Kurosawa made great samurai movies, and then since then we've dropped the ball. We've disappointed the ghost of I'm Kurosawa. Have to cut you off there, Cody. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get you anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. All Here right. Dive into my. Thing. Yeah, I know you better. Okay, here we go. Okay, Cody, let me get back to... Oh, no, my phone is freaking out. All right. Cody, this movie looks amazing. All right, it's the best-looking movie. All right, so you got Galen Erso. That's his name. That's Mads Mikkelsen. He designed the Death Star. He broke... He's like the Kyber Crystal. You can make unlimited energy with the Kyber Crystal. You, you become one with the Force. And then the force generates free electricity for everybody. That was his dream. And then somebody's like, yeah, but what if we made a giant laser out of it? And he was like, all right, whatever. You know, he's like, he's basically in the book, in the movie. He's what's his face? Oh, gosh, the rocket guy, the Nazi rocket guy. You know, he's like, I don't care. They let me make rockets. Who cares if they're killing babies? Nobody cares because he put us on the moon. All right. Now, all of Na NASA are Nazis, not NASA, Nazis, NASA, all right? That's, you know, it's a hot take for you there, Cody. I'm just going to skip right to it. I'm going to get you to right into the good stuff. Lies, deception. That's what he says, all right? That's what, now that's an entrance, Cody. That is an entrance that Forrest Whitaker nailed. You're trying to say his voice cracked and they just didn't make him do another take? I'm saying this man enter, entered the room with a... I don't know, there's a movie that starts out with the deception, disgrace thing, right? What? Lion King 2? <laughs> That's the thing, right? It's the same energy. But he says he enters... The room with a man that has defected. He has left. He is he is a fugitive of the Empire. And the first thing he says, the man has not said nothing to him yet. He says, lies! And I appreciate that, all right? Why is Target CG and Mon Mothma, Mothma is just some hoe, okay? They just got some hoe in there to play Mon Mothma, who's apparently an all-important character that nobody knows exists, except for the super nerds who are like, she's the reason the rebellion exists. No, she's not, because nobody cares about her. She's just some chick in a white robe. That's why they just got another person. I looked at the face of the guy they got to be the face under the CG face for Tarkin. He could have just played Tarkin with some old guy makeup. Just put him in the shadows, have him have him the back, have him have the back to you. Everybody would have been happy about it. Even if you just did the one scene with Tarkin. Just the one. All right. Everybody would have been like, that was weird. But you did almost good enough. But they kept coming back to Tarkin. They kept coming back to him. And they didn't stop coming back to him. You know? It's like, I bet you Darth Vader's face is CG. And it's like, why? 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 I love Darth Vader's castle. I love the whole thing about it. But wouldn't he not want to be near lava? The whole thing is that he didn't go to Tatooine because he hates sand. That's why they were safe on Tatooine. He hates sand. They're like, he's a little whiny B word. So he's not going back to Tatooine, even though he did. And the same people worshipped him as a god because he killed them. It's a fact. Look it up. All right. So why is he on a lava planet when he has been on record as being burned alive by lava? Okay, 
That's why he's in the suit. You'd think he would avoid the lava planet at all costs, not build his castle in a freaking lava river. Anyway, I want the Lego set. It looks dope. It's very expensive. What do I have though? Millennium Falcon. That's for another movie though. I'm going to build it. I'll bring it. I'll probably break it on the way and I'll cry. Cody, this is a, this is a, this is a hentai film. There are so many tentacles going all over everybody <laughs> in this movie. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not having it. All right. This is the, yeah, I got too freaky. It got too weird. They got tentacles going all in the brain holes. Okay. Forrest Whitaker did that too. To, to do, to weed out the lies and the deception. <laughs> K2SO is a treasure. Can we just agree on that? Alan Tudyk? He's in a show that I want to watch. I have it all recorded. I haven't watched any of it yet, but I want to. He's a gem. He dies in a movie, and I was very sad. Yeah? It man cracking jokes while he's cracking heads. He hits the guy's foot. He's fighting like a gin, ninja Jedi. A, a ninja, all right? <laughs> And he cracks his foot. He smacks his foot with his staff. And he's like, oh, is your foot hurt? And then he kills that guy with his staff. All right. Which I appreciate. You know. All right, Tyler. Do I get you out? I didn't catch the. Stop talking. All right. Oh, here's the thing. Everything that K2SO says is perfect in this film. I. It's the best part of every Star Wars. It's what every Star Wars movie aspires to be. The begin at the very beginning where she's trying to escape is like, congratulations, you're being rescued. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be I knew it was gonna be good. All right. Just the deadpan sarcastic robot. Oh, it's so good. It's it's a performance of a life of a man. Oh, he's so good. What is it like? Oh, it, the ship will explode and we'll all die in the vacuum of space. Like not me. I'm a robot. I can breathe. <laughs> like, oh, it's so good. Oh, man. It's Alan Tudyk's a treasure. He's a man that studied acting at Juilliard. Mm -hmm. And it's just been like, all right. But I'm just going to like do a lot of voice acting, a lot of super nerdy stuff. Yeah. Like he should be doing some of the biggest dramatic roles in the world. Yeah. But he's not. Because it's he's the curse of the character actor. Just, I don't understand. No, he's a treasure, Cody. Don't he you take is. this from me. I'm just he saying. voices Hey Hey in Moana. Oh yeah, the chicken. Yeah, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, he's a man. He goes that can make a few noises. Um, there's a character that was not featured more in this movie. I was a little offended by. There's a little person, old man looking dude. Yeah, remember him? He's on the Jetta. He's in he's 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 in the action in there. He's like three feet tall and he yeah. looks like a grumpy old man. Oh yeah. And he's an alien dude. And I was so offended he was not a bigger part of this movie because he was the second best part of this movie. I do look, you talked about Saw Guerrera. I'm offended because I thought it was Saul Guerrera. His name is Saw. Yeah. Saw Guerrero. Yeah. Bruh, bro. Bro, who's gone crazy to your point the technical thing i think star wars is best when it's being mostly practical in the effects great puppets great prosthetics and it seems every time they decide you're like gotta be cg let's throw some cg in there and let's have it be real technically it always takes me out of the film a little bit yeah it happens in force awakens it happens <clears> in this one where you're like we you're so good at making all these random aliens look so different and so like natural in their world. Yeah. And then you throw in super CG tentacles and it's like, well, this is doing a totally different thing than what the other thing is doing, you know? Yeah. And I, I part of me wonders if like, cause the aesthetic is very much, it is a fantasy. It's a space fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, I think the temptation is to do sci-fi stuff with it. You know, a yeah. lot of CG and everything. But the whole vibe of the thing is a fantasy vibe, which right. you got to go for practical stuff with to mm -hmm. fit that. Yeah. Because everything has to be kind of grounded in a. Yeah. People in the dark ages could have made this. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's a really good point. I look Forrest Whitaker is he's a beloved actor. Yeah. He was in that one movie and he'll forever be immortalized in the annals of cinema. Yeah. I would recast him in this movie. You don't like because. 
No, what? I'm saying I'm not. I'm also not saying he did a bad job, but I saw his outfit and I thought ah, we've made a mistake <laughs> because yeah. it should have been with look the outfit plus the hair. He really stole the swag of Reggie Watts, and it should have been Reggie Watts, yeah. right? Yeah, Reggie Watts is a delightful human being who is an absolute enigma and uh makes amazing music and comedy and i would have loved to see what he did because he's already crazy reggie watts could have played crazy so good and he already has that hair and he already wears sweaters that look like what he was wearing so we we made a mistake and i it was a missed opportunity if if we could do it all over again it should have been reggie watts yeah okay you know they wanted to a dramatic actor i guess i don't know i think it would have been kind of funny to have somebody who could do the comedic stuff like to where it's like oh saw saw has snapped (laughs) yeah like he has reached the like he's he reached the end of the rope cut off the top half of the rope tied it to the bottom of the rope kept going a ways and then reached the end of that rope and that's where we found him (laughs) yeah He was all over. I, yeah. I mean, you, you you already hit that point, but it's just like, this dude defected. And he's like, lies. You're like, okay, but that's going to like make him go insane, right? He's like, do it. <laughs> You're like, okay. All right. Yeah. We're going for it. But it's fine. Yeah. It's he's, fine. He's very much a crazy person. And like the people who follow him are like religious zealots that worship yeah. him basically. And it's. Yeah. And so, like, even the rebellion is like, yeah, he causes us problems because if he's so crazy and like attacks and kills people for no reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. I, you know, they go through the Jetta thing. The the Death Star destroys Jetta, and I honestly, I thought, what a better use for the Death Star. Instead of destroying planets, you have a laser powerful enough to be like, you know, that like thirty mile radius blast that just destroy it i was like yeah. that's way better than yeah. sh- why would you destroy an entire planet there's research there's so many resources on there you could use just squash the rebellion in whatever city and let's yeah keep it rolling which i'm sure the it's, it's like the opposite the... of what they do in force awakens where they're like in force awakens they're like one planet <laughs> five planets you're like okay if you can destroy one planet you can destroy five planets we know that so why does that feel once is that better it's not better it's the same anyway so i i like that they grounded the death star a little bit they're like no single reactor let's go we can just blast that area i was like yeah that seems like a better use of a weapon yeah so Which, that, that's one thing i liked about this movie it always seemed like it's kind of supposed to be like the, like using a nuke where it's like you know a nuke wipes out an entire area yeah. Why would you use that in warfare? Because it makes an area unlivable. So you just, mm-hmm. which obviously different because you can't rebuild a planet. You could rebuild a city eventually. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I'll tell you right now, when you use the, the, the Death Star in the Star Wars RTS game, you real quickly stop using the Death Star. <laughs> Because it is a it is a nightmare. It just destroys the planet. And you're like, well, now I can't make anything with this planet. All I can make mm. is spaceships. And I already have the Death Star, which spawns in like three Star Destroyers with it. Yeah. I don't need ships. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you conquer Camino, And then they cause one unit to make troops. And then you just swarm everywhere with unlimited stormtroopers. And then it's like, this is the plot of the second Star Wars movie. Yeah, I've seen it. Star Wars Episode 2. Which, as we all know, is the fifth Star Wars movie. My brain hurts. <laughs> you made my brain hurt. Yeah, I did. I, yeah, I, I thought it was, uh, I don't know. I, li- I like the story. I like that it's a redemption. And it was, you know, the writing of the Death Star that was so smart in this movie. Because so many people are like, there's a tiny little flaw in the Death Star. And you're like, well, it makes a lot of sense if it's like, no, some engineer intentionally made that so that you know the terrible weapon could be undone i've also heard people like what you make something the size of a size of a planet or a moon and he has one weakness great job <laughs> like high fives yeah. but I, I really liked that i liked um it was it was like the right way to retcon we we're like no this yeah. makes a lot of sense if you think about it this way yeah it's a cool which, way to do the backstory which the whole like the people who say where it only has one weakness and all that you know where it's like they would have lots of weaknesses but 
the whole point with this one that he's like even says in his little hologram message is that all you have to do is hit this thing and the entire station will be destroyed. It will be annihilated. Yeah. And it's the thing that I if, at least from the book and stuff like it t- discusses where him saying like they can really only build one of these. He didn't think they'd be able to build a second one. Yeah. Especially if he was gone and not helping. Right. Like that was his whole. He's like, you, yeah, they're going to build it. You're going to break it. There's not enough kyber crystal to rebuild it. Another mm-hmm. one. And then obviously, spoilers, <laughs> there is. Yeah. Many times over. Yeah. In fact. There's a much bigger one, but they only really like build three quarters of it. Two thirds. Would you say three quarters? That's for a later movie. We're talking about <laughs> this movie. Yeah. I, yes. I mean, right. So there's sort of like the unlikely pairing, like, okay, we got these rebel people they've got jenner so they don't know quite what to do with her but you know they're like all right we can use her to get with saul guerrera maybe they can get the help we need they get out of jedi and it's like sort of it's council time right all the rebel people are like what are we even gonna do like that we we might not even be able to do any fighting you know yeah which i th- i thought it was interesting um you know everyone is trying to make their point this is probably my favorite point in the movie for all the wrong reasons because <laughs> she's like kind of encouraging everyone like no we need to do this we need to fight you need to trust me <laughs> and then there's the best adr line i've ever heard in a movie which is what is she proposing <laughs> did you catch that did you clock it because oh, yeah. i clocked it in the theater my sister and i burst out laughing when it happened again i had forgot about it and bailey and i burst out laughing like who is that guy <laughs> like what Wait, just, it wasn't even like super in place either like she didn't say it. she was just talking like, i don't yeah. i loved it made me so high. i was like who who is this man who was like this has to be in here <laughs> well it's like they were trying to put that in as part of the murmur of the crowd but they turned that <laughs> so much off. louder <laughs> so much louder it's like everybody else was like way back here he was like right up on would the be mic like, it could never work or you know something like it's like quiet in the background you're like this is madness. And instead it's like, what is she proposing? <laughs> I love it. It's so good. The only thing I can think of is that they, everybody recorded a line and he like turned to the mic and be like, what is she proposing? <laughs> and then they didn't like level it out. They were just like, yeah, but put it, just, it in. They don't show the guy saying it. Is there, So it's like, did you just add this in? I don't, <laughs> I don't know how it got to this movie, how it got to be so loud, but it makes me so happy. <laughs> Oh, so good. And I, uh, right. So the ragtag group, they, they're like, you know what? We're just going to go for it. We're going to get some people together. We're going to try to do this like crazy, probably suicide mission, you know? Yeah. And they, they get going, they get on the ship. Jin does her little speech. We got our Asian guy, Donnie Yen, Doctor Donnie Yen, who's a blind man. You've seen it, loves man. the force. I've, I was see, I've seen clips. Oh, so good. Yeah, I've heard it's great. And here's the thing about Donnie Yen and this, his character in this movie. He is just a nerdy little force stan. And I yeah. like, they're on the ship. And when Jin Erso says, may the force be with us, he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like his head it's goes like, back yeah. and like hits his cane on the He's like, oh, it's so good. I was like, you just, you need to join a forum or a fan club. Because <laughs> you didn't did join a fan club. Way too much. You just, yeah, no, he he loves it. <laughs> he was like the leader of the fan club. And then they uh they killed all the people he was a fan club of. Yeah. Yeah. I uh but I I liked the whole thing with the story was much it was and it's interesting to hear in like podcasts and stuff with so Gary Wood was one of the guys that wrote the story for it and hearing him talk about their whole thing was all the Star Wars movies are looking at like up here on the level of like the Jedi, which can mow through a million stormtroopers, no problem. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, what? let's just bring it down. Let's bring it way. Let's bring it down into like the mud and the dirt of this war. You know, so it's yeah. like they're talking like. You got Saw, who's a terrorist that both sides really hate, but one side is more like, well, we have to kind of get his help. The rebels are desperate. They're like, we need help. Yeah. So it's like, you know, something you you see in like real warfare where it's like, well, this is like an insurgent group. We don't want their help, but we kind of need their help. Yeah. You know, and then there's the Guardians. There's no Jedi, but there's the guys who like used to guard the temple that they've carved all the Kyber crystal out of. Yeah. So they're like, some of them are like, whatever, nothing matters anymore. We're just, you know. 
we're just dust in the wind. And then another guy who's like, no, I still believe. You yeah, know? But yeah. there's not Jedi there to save him. It's all just... And like all the people who go with him, he's like, we're spies and assassins and saboteurs. We're not soldiers. We're like the yeah. guys that do the bad stuff that made the rebellion possible. I really felt like it was like the heart of the rebellion. You're like, look, we're not not everyone here is Luke Skywalker, yeah. <laughs> you know, and these are the people that made it happen. The people, you know, even the rebellion struggles because it's just like there aren't enough people like we we probably can't do it. But there are enough people to give hope to like, no, we're going to take the risk and we're going to fight back regardless of the cost. Yeah. And, you know, they go being like our only chance of getting out of here is if the ship doesn't get destroyed and we're all here and maybe we can make it out. And then halfway through the mission, it's like, oh, we're here now. We're not getting out. And and that's my favorite part about this movie. It's a blockbuster movie, kind of like Infinity where you're like, they get the mission done. They do not, you know, it's the sacrifice they make to give a chance at hope and survival for the cause. And that's, it's so rare. It doesn't, the good guys don't just die. They can't. Yeah. But this movie, everyone dies. It was possible because it's like, we have one goal and it's to get these plans and make it possible to get rid of the way, you know? So I, I just love that. They're like, Oh, they made a popular movie that is beloved by the fan base that did well in the box office. And it had a very unexpected um ending and i love that i thought that was the strongest suit of the movie for me yeah which that was another thing that you know, i've heard that the, you know the the writer guys talk about mm-hmm. them because they knew going into writing the story that they're like everybody's gonna die at the end because mm-hmm. that team that gets it out like they wanted it to flow right into okay there's princess leia's ship and the star destroyer right behind her you know so they're like okay so we know how the movie ends but we have to make characters that people care about and make you care that they're gonna die yeah and still make a good movie and i think i mean they nailed it mm-hmm. for yeah. sure you know and then you know just going through like these guys being told to do stuff that you don't see with the Luke Skywalker. You don't see, you know, Luke Skywalker is like, I still see good in you. Darth Vader, the most evil thing next to the emperor in the mm-hmm. galaxy, you know? And then there's these guys who are like, I've killed children to make this rebellion work. Yeah. Like I've bombed innocent people yeah. or I've disabled utilities that have hurt mm-hmm. people. Like yeah. I'm here to kill a guy that has helped us just so that he can't help them build another one of these or uh-huh. complete the weapon. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like, even even like, you know, the final sequence is like everyone's doing their part of the relay to like have to get this this radio station up so that we can get the job done and they die doing it. And it's like yeah. everyone does just enough to keep the cause going and to make the mission successful. And um, I like that. I mean, I also just like love the visuals of the, you know, the scene of them on with the beach and the trees and them running through the water with all the blasters going. I really liked the uh really liked the set that they chose. And oh yeah. That was perfect. That, that's one thing. A lot of the newer Star Wars movies have picked like really good sets. Like yeah. Last Jedi had some really good ones and um this one was great. Yeah. I liked how they did the, you know, the the ATATs coming out of the tree. Coming out of the trees and everything because that's something i knew all the newer star wars stuff is i think done a good job of is when you're just talking about like soldiers not like luke skywalker yeah or somebody like a walker of any size is like we're boned these things wipe out entire like units of soldiers that's what they're designed to do like we're it's over we have to run Mm -hmm. and then they don't they're only saved once the x-wings that like the four x-wings that made it through Mm -hmm. yeah you know and like even the fleet coming to save them like even that was like oh most of them die yeah also okay here's a gripe all right we've been we've been showering praise uh-huh. here's a gripe why why did they bring the transport ships they always make a thing of like these are dumb transport ships they have a bad they have a bad time they're vulnerable they die instantly why are they there? Here's what I think. Okay. I've played the Star Wars RTS <laughs> game. This is what I've done many times. 
where you have all your your troops and your ships in orbit and you try to keep them separate but sometimes they get mixed and you just drag all your fleet to a thing and then they all deploy and you're like oh shoot my entire army is here too and they're gonna get massacred Mm -hmm. and you're like it's fine it's fine i have enough ships and then all your soldiers are dead because those things have like three hit points Mm -hmm. and then they all die Mm -hmm. that's what i think happened i think they forgot that those guys were there as part of the mission as part of the flotilla mm-hmm. and they're like let's go and then they're like oh shoot it's fine we'll be fine and then they weren't fine yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. i have a gripe okay same gripe as solo my name is han solo <laughs> it's oh, one of those this one's better. that's not how it goes but this one's like what's your call sign rogue one <laughs> like he just he just met you like all right whatever but there's no reason he called it Rogue One. I don't know. Because no, they were going Rogue. It? Right. I, they they I, stole the ship. Right. The Rogue. I guess. Agent. I guess. It's not a bad name. It's just like, it doesn't seem like there's any reason he comes up with it. He's just like, what's my call sign? Ooh, Rogue One? <laughs> I don't know. I think this is my, I would say this is at least two, three, maybe 400 times better. It's just. Than Han. Mm. solo yeah yeah I, it's a little better but it's not that in my book it's not that much but it's fine what it, it is there i wish there was a better a more significant reason except that it was rogue and they were one ship <laughs> you know like i got it yeah. whatever that's fine they all got numbers. it's a good name it is a good name i just yeah. i don't know I, I just wish there was i don't know how you make it better but it just it seemed forced yeah seemed like it was here but what i what you wanted was uh gin to be like all right, everybody, we're going rogue. And then him be like, rogue one. Uh, she put on sunglasses after she said it, yeah. And then it was, work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, you've talked a lot about kyber crystals. I don't think we brought it back to the real crux of the matter. Crystals are real, people. <laughs> okay. I'll tell crystals you this. are real. As of... They exist. August. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. We will no longer be the proud owners of crystalhavers.net. No, what's going to happen? Why? Unless I renew it. How much? I don't know. Too much, probably, for what it is. <laughs> it, the website is definitely is it still not active. Up? No, it's no, not no. active, but we'll lose we, the name. We own the domain name. Ah, uh, wow. I'll tell you, I'll go to crystalhavers.net, which anybody can go to. And you can see that crystals are real people if we decide to put the website back up. Crystalhavers.net. Uh, I'll tell you, you, you keep vamping. You, it is. Uh, it's twelve dollars a month for the website, Oof. which is that's just that's not to just own the website. Oh, it's just you know, keep going. You keep you keep on. Have they always truck. been able to hyperdrive the August Death Star? Twenty fifth. Yes. Uh, I was new for me. I mean, I guess, right? It just kind of appears places and blow stuff up. But yeah. I was just like, that's such a big thing to hyperspace, you know? Oh, it's yeah. a lot. It's it, a whole lot. It's a big one. Okay, here's what you got to know, Cody. It is $20 for a year. And it is August 25th that it wow, expires. There's some critical decisions happen. Crystal, it's brought us so much joy. Crystal. crystal and the message is still out. The crystals are real. Yeah. That mm-hmm. message has never changed, and I stand by it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'll go to the website here so you can be reminded what it looked like once upon a time. What it could like look like, again, if you were willing to pay $13 a month. Mm-hmm. This is the front page. Oh, man. It's Crystals beautiful. are real, people. It is. You know, shop now. And it's all it's all pickles. I never, <laughs> it. I never changed it for oh, pickles. Oh man! But uh, the pickles the pickles were supposed to end up being. I tasked my wife with changing the stuff, and then she forgot about it, and I forgot about it. There's also various uh, uh, blank backgrounds mm. <laughs> and more pickles. What are crystals? I don't know. Let's talk about it. Subscribe. <laughs> then we hit that, and then more pictures of crystals. Ah. Uh. 
What a good time. Using a pickle selling template because we're cool. That's why, Linda, I wrote that. Yeah, you did. I wrote uh, that. I forgot. I forgot where I was going. Okay, here's my question. Bailey had a gripe with this movie. Okay. What did you think about... Okay, so at the end, they're like, okay, we're not going to make it, but we got the message through. We did it. We saved the day. They're on the beach, and the planet blows up, and they hug. End of movie. Yes. Hugs all we get. How did you feel about it? What, you want to do a kiss? Yeah. They're not going to kiss. Come on. No. It's a, it's a live Mexican man and and uh, Felicity Jones is there. So why why didn't it happen? She, I mean, he tried to snipe her father and kill and cause the he death of her father. Not, he didn't do it, though. <laughs> but I he love, did. I love that his defense is like, yeah, but did I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he pointed a gun at us. I didn't pull the trigger. So it doesn't. it's like it didn't even count. That's how I feel about it. And I like that her response is, yeah, but you're the one that called in the bombers that mm -hmm. did kill him. Yeah, yeah. And he says, but, uh, and she's like, you can't talk yourself out of this smooth boy. And mm. left. Yeah, I, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, might as well. I mean, you don't know what happened when the white. World's ending. You know. Get a quick smooch in. When that, when that white wave gotta of know hot plasma. The mouth hole, what's it, what's it like? What does it feel like? You know, Look, that's my question. She didn't have and no Diego tentacles. Diego Luna had the chance to answer it. He failed. Yeah. We will not go quietly into the night. Okay. Or whatever. Yeah. Kiss the mouth hole. Get, mm. Hashtag opinion havers. Hashtag kiss the mouth hole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I have to say. I did. I did enjoy the movie. I think when I first saw it, I was like, "Ah, first half's okay. Second half is really good." I think I had more sympathy for the first half. Um, it's not a perfect film. From I, I did really like. I love the ending. Um, they had they they built some good characters in the movie. It's a good. I mean, it's it's a great example of a Star Wars movie. It doesn't get much better than it. I would say. Can I tell you my gripe with the movie? My yeah. real gripe, the reason that is, does it, it does it involve mouth holes? No, I know, but right. this film will always be lower than it should be in my mind because it is the film that broke my special edition streak, where every oh. single version of a movie I purchased was the special edition, uh -huh. and I was like, I need to get Rogue One, and then I was like, that's a very expensive steel book, I will not, and then I was like, I have the money to do it, let's do it is gone no not even a, a collector's nothing there was they no, didn't offer any nothing really just the plain blu-ray in a dumb paper sleeve well that's stupid so i was like i have to have all the star wars movies so i have it and then when it came time to buy solo i was like well i don't even have no i don't have none of the steel books what's the point what's the point so i didn't even buy that steel book Wow. It broke me. It broke this you. movie broke me, and I've never bought a movie since. Felicity Jones. <sighs> Make a steelbook. What's your problem? Yeah. Or have it available for more than a week. That's you cool. could still buy so many. Mm -hmm. I'll make you one. I'll, I'll go to a steelsmith. I'll pound out the ore. I'll heat it. I'll cool it. I'll whack it, and uh, I'll get you one. Thank you. I, I mean, it's a good one. If you like, this is the Star Wars movie to watch. It's a good yeah. one. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's cool. It looks amazing. Go yeah. out. Buy yourself an OLED TV. <laughs> Throw it up there. Watch it on there. Tiffany and I this, discussed recently what would happen if somebody broke in to steal stuff. I was like, oh, somebody's going to try to steal this TV and it's going to break. Mm -hmm, yeah. It is paper thin and it weighs 100 pounds. Yeah. I uh, uh, We didn't even talk about the scene that everyone loves in this movie the most of all. The Darth Vader. That This movie ends with Darth Vader being the Darth Vaderiest she's ever destroying rebel soldiers in oh. an absolute horror show. It's like a dark hallway. They're trying to run away. The door is stuck and it's like red light and just Vader coming at you and just like slowly walking forward being like, you're dead, force choke, you're dead, lightsaber. You're, and just 
mowing through these boys. Yeah. So much power. There's that and his... Okay. <laughs> the scene in his castle when he entered... There's this dad joke, whatever. Nobody cares. <laughs> okay. Tiffany... How do you think Tiffany described his entrance in his castle? His sinister entrance? Oh. But most importantly, she was talking about his walk. But Oh, no, I don't know. I'm, I'm, she just said that was a fabulous entrance. Like he walked like a drag queen on a it, runway. Like a catwalk. Yeah. Just like, all right, here I go. And I'm like, he he just walked <laughs> in. Like it's just I, a I mean, tall anyone guy. wearing a helmet and a cape walking, I think I think it adds flair. But I was like, he didn't rock it. He just walked. <laughs> There's in. no like hip swiveling or you know but into a twirl. She acted like he did do a lot of hip. <laughs> oh yeah. <clears throat> and then did like a little pose. Right. And then force choked him. And then Ben Mendelsohn said, harder daddy. And he said, what? And he said, what? <laughs> and then they left. Ben Mendelsohn too. We love, we're Ben, we're Mendel, we're Mendel heads here. Yeah. On the cast. We've established this. He's good. He's my favorite part of Robin He's, Hood. Ben Mendelsohn's the man. He's very, he, I've never seen him in a movie and been like, get out of here. I, I'm always happy to have him. Oh yeah. He's what? also my favorite part of Ready Player One. Yeah. He's very There's a movie called like, is it Mississippi, Mississippi Grind or something? And it's yeah. like Ryan Reynolds and Ben Mendelsohn as like gamblers. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I think I know the one you're talking about. Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> we watch a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's why I thought Mississippi that. Grind. Same people that directed uh, Captain Marvel. Nice. And, oh, okay, hold on. I know this is not a Captain Marvel podcast or anything. Okay, Anna Boyd and what's his name? Half Nelson, Captain Marvel, Sugar, kind of a funny story. They're good. I really like their whole filmography. I'm into it, and uh, I'm about it. That's all. Can, okay, I have a question about the, the movie or more characters in the movie, okay? I did, have you played... Uh, The Star Wars game yet from I played a few hours of it. You know the people what's it called? Gosh, what is it called? Rogue. Jedi Rogue. Did you fall in order? Jedi Fall in Order. Jedi Fallen. There we go. Jedi Fall in Order. So this movie in a movie format, I think, does the what that the for Vader. Right? So mm. there's a fight in there, spoilers for this game, where you fight Vader. And it is very abundantly clear that you just have to run or you're going to die. Yeah. You cannot beat him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is the best. <laughs> and yeah. it's the same thing in this movie where it's like, oh, Vader's an unstoppable force until Luke Skywalker shows up. And he only survives because Vader's like, my son, oh boy. my boy. <laughs> That's the only reason he yeah, survives. Yeah. Otherwise, if you're just some douche, you stand zero chance against Vader. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. He force pushes the guy against the ceiling and then like as an afterthought, it's like, oh yeah, I need to actually kill him and like swings back to kill the guy. And then he's also like casually force throwing rebels onto other rebels. He's like, you're on these like like bowling pins, you know? I just want a game that's just you as Darth Vader just destroying people. Yeah, like yeah. just you doing evil stuff. But doesn't don't give you choices. Don't make it evil. <laughs> just give me like hordes of you know, rebel soldiers to mow through. Yeah, yeah. That's what they, that's what Battlefront did right. All right. They're like, <laughs> oh, your game's installing? Here's Vader and unlimited waves of rebel soldiers. Yeah, yeah. We need more capes. We need more helmets. Give me a lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, yeah. I like the movie. I would recommend, I mean, if you want, I don't know. I mean, there's background to it. Obviously, it could prequel to a movie, but like, if you watched this, like if you didn't watch any of the prequels or solo, you could really like watch this and then go into um, episode four and be like, I know kind of what's going on. I know some of these people. This okay, I'm invested. Yeah. I feel like, you know? Yeah, could yeah, I guess, you know. Could you imagine if the prequels were on the same level as like solo and rogue one? Yeah, I mean it'd be a game changer. It would be. <laughs> it really I mean, it would make I think it it would probably make the original trilogy look 
a lot weaker than it is. Yeah. You know? Because I think it will find that they're not, they hold up in that as well as any old movie can hold up, I think. Yeah. But contrasting. They're, they're just so different. There's still nothing that competes with them in the same arena. You know what I mean? Because anything that tries to do the same thing just gets treated like it's a knockoff. There's no old, there's no sci-fi franchise from that era that holds up to Star Wars. Yeah. Because the closest thing is like Flash Gordon, which is like weird, you know, where you're like, yeah. okay. And then it was, you know, David Hasselhoff movies that are like, oh, you're a, you're a space wizard. Go on. <laughs> That's your sister. She's, she's a princess. You're like, okay, you yeah, know, this is, like you said, they're ripping off, you know, if you want good sci-fi, you know, it's like, okay, you need a Star Wars franchise. Or you can be like the nerdy kid who's into Blade Runner, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Are you oh, excited George. for episode four? Yeah, I am. I am too. I'm nervous. I'm excited. Uh, there's just so much happening, you know? I'm excited because there's been so much, like, especially since Disney acquired them, mm -hmm. like careful redoing of the movies, not like CG, re -CG but like, going through and like touching everything up so it looks really nice for on new mm. screens so mm -hmm. i've heard they look really good oh cool so i'm very excited yes are you going to be watching your friend's original cut or are you going to do that it's hard to say i don't know it doesn't yeah. cast fast enough like if it a lot of times when i watch things on that server it's coming through on 720p just like mm. ah. i watched sweeney todd on it and it was like oh it looked, it looked good. Like I didn't have any complaints about it, but I've watched other things when internet wasn't that great. And it was like, oh, this is a bummer. It's cutting in, it's cutting out. So, so I don't know. I, I might skip it just because it can get buggy. Yeah. I might go the Disney route. I might sell We could try out. doing it on my, because I got the gigabit. You do have that big boy internet. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, we can give it a try. But you also have big boy internet. It's not that much smaller than mine, don't you? It's half the size. So you have the better TV and the double the internet. So I'm willing to look when you're willing to, to pay double. I paid double for both of those things. Yeah, so yeah. you just gotta be willing to shill out the money that you don't have for the stuff you don't need. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a good it's a good one. This is a very good one. Yeah. I, I definitely recommend I don't it. have a lot of complaints. What letter complaints grade are, you giving it? Give me a letter grade. I'm yes. really torn. I'm really torn. Give us a rotten tomatoes. It's hard. Do I? I'm torn between a B plus and an A minus. I'm gonna say B plus. I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna say B plus. Really liked it. It was not quite A territory for me. Um, but I really liked it. B plus. Would recommend it to anyone. Yeah, I would say I'll, I'll go with the same because it really depends on my mood. If I'm in it, if I'm in the mood for it. This is one of those movies that I could just watch at any time, though. Yeah. So if I'm like, I'm feeling this movie and that's why yeah. I watch it, then, yeah, it'll get a minus. And even then, it's still, you know, mm -hmm. I'll stay with B plus. Yeah, I'll, st I'll, I'll solidarity with Thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah. But go watch it for crying out loud. Please do support. Whoever Don't the watch dude was episode two. <laughs> Never <laughs> kill that movie. Remake the prequels. Yeah, I'll say it. I'll be the one to say it. I liked the prequels for the most part. I didn't like the love story. I hate Padme. I if they had if they had the energy, the momentum of three, if number if episode one was as good as episode three and that was the momentum they started with, I think they could have done something good. <laughs> but they started with episode one. They went to episode three. Episode three they're like, all right, we're getting somewhere, but still too late now because <laughs> we already made one and two. Yeah. Make Whatever. Jar Jar more racist. Jar Jar. Let's Make him do it. Half Jamaican, half Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they did, though, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it so is. let's make him more oh, racist. Man. Yeah, we do. We seem to go all the way in. Make him like a witch doctor. Oh. With the right. bone through his nose, all that. Okay. Classic. Yeah. And he should be played by Johnny Depp. Yes. Now we're getting somewhere. Oh, yeah. Man. Thank you for listening. Share us. Rate us. Review us, whatever. Opinion havers. We're on social at yeah. Opinion Havers. Like the memes. Memes are all we have at this point. Thank you for listening. And until next time, watch movies. And have opinions.
What if, what if Javier Bardem played Saul Guerrero? Oh, it would be too sexual. It would be, it'd be too erotic for a PG thirteen rating. I and think. then him and Diego have like a little Spanish stare oh, down. Stop! Yeah. Oh my gosh, Diego Luna was in Itu Mama Tambien, which is a very sexual film, Mexican movie. Yes. And I think it would just turn into that, and it. The tentacle monster would come out, and then yeah, it would be. It, it would be unshowable. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't take your kids to it. Yeah. Unless they're Mexican, it's fine. 